Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Really, man? Well, hello and welcome to the Jeff Gorman Show for the last week of November. Happy Thanksgiving to you. I hope you had a fantastic time with family and friends, that you're well-fed, but not so well-fed you can't fit through the doorway. I am myself feeling a little heavier. After a beautiful Thanksgiving meal with my family, it was a wonderful, wonderful day and and weekend so far. So here we are. We still haven't had a certification of the vote in California. It is by law now taking uh, upward of 35 days from the election. But I've got some good news, folks. As you know, I was running for Congress against um, our congressman here, the son of Panetta. And the son of Panetta does seem to have won the seat, but I'm happy to tell you that I got over 55% of the vote down in San Luis Obispo. So we scored some major, major victories in this race. And the votes are still not done being counted down there. So we have gone from being up three points to being up 10 points over the past couple of weeks as they've counted the late turned in votes down in San Luis Obispo County. That is an important part of the story. There is a problem in California and a problem nationwide with concern among citizens about the quality of the vote. And the Republican Party of San Luis Obispo very carefully told voters, and I'm not sure this is the exact right strategy, but I really love their spirit down there. They told Republican voters, do not vote ahead of time, vote on election day. And what that does is it puts difficulty in the face of the registrar of voters because with mail-in ballots, there's a lot more validation than when we used to just go into the precinct. They'd ask us our address and our name, and we would tell them, and then they'd have a sign in the book, and you're validated. That was it. And then you'd go and cast your ballot, and all the ballots are put in the box the right way, and they're ready to be counted. With these envelopes and signatures and stuff, it slows the whole process down. So that's part of the issue, and it's turning our way down there in San Luis Obispo. And when I say our way, look, I've had some people come up to me and say, Oh, I'm so sorry about the outcome, Jeff. And yeah, I would have loved to have won the race, so I totally know what they're talking about. It's a disgrace to have um, a guy that really doesn't done anything of his own name, of Jimmy Panetta, having not done anything except create massive inflation, blow open the border, support Nancy Pelosi 100% of the time. But he gets in on the, the 
mystical romance about this name, Panetta. Well, first of all, just really quick, I want to blast through the three strikes on the Panetta name, okay? There are three stories that everyone that pays attention to geopolitics across the world that has been paying attention for the last 25 years knows. Number one, Monica Lewinsky, chief of staff intern, while Leon Panetta was the chief of staff. This is not a huge number of people. The chief of staff's job is to control who sees the president. And believe me, Monica Lewinsky saw the president. So that's strike one on Mr. Panetta, senior. Strike two, secretary of defense for Obama. And, you know, it wasn't as bad then as it is now in terms of this gender confusion and vaccine mandates and man the recruiting numbers in the u.s army and other armed services are way way down and it is troubling that is truly troubling but back then there was some serious problems with what our national interests were and we were getting involved in syria and we were getting involved in libya and a little after we got involved in libya there was something went down called benghazi guess who the secretary of defense was then everybody knows about benghazi right these four People, men, American men were killed there by terrorists, by by armed combatants, really. I mean, it was a it was a militia that attacked our consulate in Benghazi and killed four of our, our best. So why did that happen? Well, actually, most of the blame probably belongs to um, Secretary of State Clinton. But the response, the 13 hours where nothing good happened, where there was really no support coming from higher up, well... The top of the higher-ups was President Obama, of course, and his Secretary of Defense, Leon Panetta. Strike two. But the most egregious, by far, is what we're living through now, which is a terrible, terrible administration by incompetent and or malicious people in the Biden administration. And there are many of them. But the head of the whole problem is Joe Biden. And the guy should have never been president. And the Hunter Biden laptop story, which the FBI had and camped on for some corrupt reason since 2019 has been covered up, and strike three is Leon Panetta, if he didn't write it, he was number four name on the signature list of the Spies Who Lie letter, the Hunter Biden laptop cover-up letter. And it turns out it's not about Hunter and his problem with drugs and womanizing. The problem is that he was an agent for his father selling out the United States of America. And there is an investigation that is going on. We covered that last week. You can go on our podcast and listen to... Jim Jordan and um, Representative Comer, who are going to be handling Judiciary and Oversight Committee over overviews of that. But basically, here on the Central Coast, we've got a lot of work to do as Republican Party. So again, I'm Jeff Gorman. I am a Republican here on the Central Coast. I live in the Monterey County area. This show is designed or intended to cover the greater area around here, the Monterey Bay region and up over the hill into San Jose and the Santa Clara Valley, and also down South Monterey County and over the line over into Paso Robles and that area, we need to come together and form strong Republican Party bonds here across these counties. The Republican Party is organized at a county-by-county county level, and things got very, very weak. In fact, we are struggling right now. My friends up in Santa Cruz, our Republican friends, they need the support of you. If you are in Santa Cruz and are listening to this show and are intrigued and concerned for the future of your country, please Go on the internet and look up Santa Cruz County Republican Party. Get in touch with them and keep them in your prayers because they're outnumbered in a huge way. It is by far the weakest part of the Republican team here. It's because there is such a stronghold of the Democratic Party around UC Santa Cruz and around, frankly, the culture of Santa Cruz has a libertarian side that has lent itself to not believing 
in the Republican principles, I guess is what I'm saying. So what I would ask you to do is consider what will it take to push back on this crazy Democrat policy machine that's coming at us. And the, Mon- the Monterey Bay area is relatively good compared to the San Francisco Bay area. There were several House of Representative seats that didn't even have a Republican challenger make the top two. Several seats. So we need to fix that. I'm looking ahead to the convention of California Republicans in March. I'm looking ahead to structuring the California Republican Party and the Monterey County Republican Party. And we are looking to help the Santa Cruz County Republican Party, San Benito County Republican Party, and and learn from the San Luis Obispo County Republican Party. Each of these parties plays an important role in who gets elected to school boards, overseeing the curriculum, overseeing t- teacher behavior. I'm very glad to say we have two new school board members at Spreckles. They will be pushing very hard for a review of a, of what's going into the classroom. Most of the teachers in Spreckles are wonderful. I have known many of them. It is wonderful. It is terrible. What a smirch. What a black mark. These two teachers that got themselves in hot water for subverting parents' wills and subverting state law and usurping power for themselves. These people that did that in Spreckles have been called out. The people have risen up and put new school board members in place to oversee them. And we're going to have another round of this in 2024. There are two more seats coming up and we're going to get great candidates out there. So you can do it in your community. If you live in Spreckles, you can help with that one. But no matter where you live, there's a school district, there's county supervisor, there's probably city council near you or around you that all of these races are very important and the county parties make a big difference. So please give the Monterey County Republican Party a call at 831-324-0617. Now, when it comes to budgeting, we operate on a shoestring budget. We do not get money from the state of California Republican Party. We do not get money from the National Republican Party, the RNC or the CAGOP. They give us some resources, some computer programs and so forth, but we need to be better funded locally. And that means basically it works like this. There's 40,000, there's more than 40,000 Republicans in Monterey County. If half of them gave 50 bucks a year, that'd be a million dollar budget. That would be tenfold what we're actually operating with as a county party. So it's, you know, 50 bucks a year is not that much. We need to build a psyche of people believing in and donating to, in a modest way, the Republican Party, and that that gets to be the norm. That will be what turns the corner for us. But meanwhile, I'm pouring myself into this show. I've got a little um, bit. I want to spend a lot of time reviewing the next round of investigations because the first two rounds were looking into the allegations that Joe Biden sold exposure and interest to the United States or in the United States to China and to Ukrainians and to Russians. And there's mounting substantial evidence of that. The second investigation is into the DOJ by the Judiciary Committee of the House. That's Jim Jordan's job. He is going to be looking into the corruption of the FBI. They're turning a blind eye to certain crimes like riots in the streets of all over the country and the possible role of Antifa, while then over-persecuting people for certain things like peaceful protests in a abortion clinic, sending armed guards to serve someone in arrest on federal charges after the local judge basically said he did nothing wrong and the guy had never posed a threat. I don't know if, if you don't know what case I'm talking about, it'll come up again, you watch. But the next level of investigation is about Mayorkas and Homeland Security. This Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas, he is from California. He was a U.S. District Attorney 
in California for the federal government under Obama, and now he is the head of Homeland Security. Well, I want you to listen to this from Kevin McCarthy. It's a great rundown of the problems we have at the border. There has been more than 4 million illegal border crossings since Joe Biden has taken office. That's not the worst part. Now that Title 42 may end, we're bracing for a tsunami. So that's Kevin McCarthy down at the border list last week, just before Thanksgiving, with several other House members and Border Patrol agents and so forth, describing what we're facing. Title 42 is the rule that required people to wait in Mexico. And if they change that rule so that our system has to just receive in all these people legally, you know, the, the far left wants to force the United States to take anybody that comes to our border, regardless of the fact they could have sought asylum in Mexico, it makes no sense. So that combined with COVID restrictions coming off, we could be facing a much worse situation at the border. So let's keep listening to Kevin and the plan down there. Just last week, Secretary Mayorkas testified under oath that, yes, the border is secure. I'm here to tell you it is not. We spent the day with border agents. I asked each and every one if this border is secure. They laughed. They said it is not. It is one of the worst points in the history of this nation. So there you have it. There's much, much more. I'll bring you more in a few minutes. But again, this show is the Jeff Gorman Show. I'm bringing a Republican view to the news of the week and helping the people of the Monterey Bay region see what is wrong. Why we have that uneasy feeling that we're being sold down the river. Because I'll tell you right now, the Biden administration is doing the wrong things. You just heard future House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, after talking to border agents, that the agents would laugh at the idea that Mayor, they would laugh to Mayorkas's face if it wouldn't mean they would get fired. Mayorkas is the worst. So we're going to hear a little more about the plan for Mayorkas, the, how, the Homeland Security Secretary. But I just wanted to intervene because you may be just joining us in your car as you drive along. We do this show every Saturday at 4 o'clock. I do it as a podcast as well. You can get that on Spreaker or Spotify or on Apple Podcasting, Google um, Amazon, I think they all have it. So the Jeff Gorman show, we do it weekly. It was part of my campaign for Congress. We took back the house. The campaign of 2022 was a huge success. Taking back the house is something the Republicans have only been able to do in the last hundred years. I believe it's four times. One of them was contract with America. One of them was the tea party revolution in 2010 and this one. And then the other one was back in the forties, I believe after FDR. So This is a very big deal that we have the House back, and it's because of you, the voter, standing up. You know, voters need to stand up, and here on the Central Coast, the Republican Party had been asleep at the switch for far too long. We have ceded way too much ground to the Democrats, and we are here to take back that ground, claim the issues, fight for what we believe is right, and not let the press aid and abet criminal behavior on the part of Democrats like has happened with the Hunter Biden situation where he was going around and selling on behalf of his father. He was acting as agent for his father in selling the interests of the United States to the highest bidder, to China, to Ukraine, to Russia, all of them. And, you know, actually the report I brought you last week itemizes 50 different countries and 150 at least 
suspicious activity reports by Hunter Biden. But now we're focusing today, I'm focusing right now here on the border situation and the need to have investigations and put incredible pressure, basically call for the resignation, which the House members that were at the border last week did, for the resignation of Mayorkas and for the Biden administration to have to get serious about how they've handled the border and start to follow the U.S. law. The President of the United States does not have the power to pick and choose what laws he wants to follow and ignore statutes that protect this country from invasion. And that is what he has been doing. So let's get back to the listen here. This is, um, we're still in McCarthy visiting the border. For the last two years, President Joe Biden, the Democrats running Congress has pushed open border policies and waged baseless attacks on our border agents. The actions of this administration have empowered cartels. Now, we're going to get into cartels a little more with uh, Congressman Crenshaw, who is a U.S. Navy SEAL and talks Spanish pretty well. So he's, we're going to have his clips in Spanish addressing cartel leaders, known cartel leaders. But this, admin, this House of Representatives is going to press for treating drug dealers like terrorists. We've had a poisoning of this country. So I really appreciate McCarthy speaking about the cartels as a part of the border problem. Just last week, U.S. Customs and Border agents off the coast of Puerto Rico came under fire in the line of duty. One agent was fatally shot while two other agents were wounded. So when you have sworn officers of the United States government being shot at by foreign nationals, what do you call that? It's a war. We are at war. We have, whether it's national or transnational, quasi-national, you know, Al-Qaeda was not a nation, but we were at war with it, right? We are at war with these cartels. This is a problem that is coming from outside the United States, and it is inside the United States. So we need we need ICE, and we need board, Customs and Border Patrol being able to fight back. We need to empower these people. Just wait until we get to some more about the toll, besides I mean, one officer was shot dead and two others wounded in this incident, but there have been many, many incidences and that's taking a psychological toll on our people. We owe it to our sworn officers to have their back and to take this problem seriously. So let's get back to Kevin McCarthy speaking at the border this week about what's been happening at Homeland Security under Mayorkas, Secretary Mayorkas, and the fact that he must resign or it'll be a very, very ugly investigatory period for him. Now I'm just going to let McCarthy run for a few minutes here, and then when he passes the baton, I'll just throw a few thoughts on this. But please listen to future Speaker of the House McCarthy talking about his efforts over the past few years to get Democrats to do the right thing. In March 2021, we came down after the new administration had lifted those policies. We visited the border. I warned, having learned from the Border Patrol agents, of the suspects on the terrorist watch list that were coming across. The amount of fentanyl that they hadn't seen in the past now coming across. We held a press conference. We advised not just the America, but to the members of Congress. Members of the Democratic Congress said I was lying, that there weren't people on the terrorist watch list. Congressman Gallegos said that, who sits on armed services. Since that time period, more than 107 terrorist suspects have been apprehended crossing this border. Fentanyl is poisoning and killing Americans in every single community. Americans have died from overdoses. Secretary Mayorkas 
would like you to believe that the people committing these crimes are just in the search of a better life. How many people have not been caught? In 42 days, a united Republican House takes control. In 42 days, we end one-party Democrat rule in Washington. A new House Republican will work to stop Joe Biden's assault on our laws, our borders, and our border agents. We will use the power of the purse and the power of the subpoena. Now let me be clear. Those responsible for this disaster will be held accountable. I've spoken today again to Congressman Jim Jordan and Jamie Comer, the future chair of Oversight and Judiciary Committee. And they have my complete support to investigate the collapse of our border and the shutdown of ICE enforcement nationwide. Under Secretary Mayorkas, his deliberate suspensions of our laws have proved deadly. Fentanyl is now flowing in record amounts. Today, 300 Americans will be poisoned and die. Tomorrow, 300 more. It is the equivalent of an airline crashing each and every day in America. But again, he does nothing. If an airline crashed three days in a row, the entire nation would say, we have a real challenge. We have a crisis. We have a disaster. We have to do something about it. But he continues to lie to the American public. We have lost operational control of our southern border, empowering drug cartels and human traffickers. They have fired shots at our National Guard. They put AK-47s pointing at helicopters. They have burned and hung and raped the women and caught them on fire. And again, Secretary Mayorkas thinks the border is secure. He has blocked ICE and Border Patrol from enforcing our laws while vilifying them at the same time. Do you realize what that has done? In the last 10 days, three Border Patrol agents have committed suicide, a total of 14 this year, a number we have not seen in decades. He ended the Remain in Mexico policy and wants to end Title 42. His actions have produced the greatest wave of illegal immigration in recorded history. Our country may never recover from Secretary Mayorkas' dereliction of duty. This is why today I am calling on the Secretary to resign. He cannot and must not remain in that position. If Secretary Mayorkas does not resign, House Republicans will investigate every order, every action, and every failure will determine whether we can begin impeachment inquiry. If Secretary Mayorkas was in charge of any company, he would have been fired by now for the failures of what he has caused. The American public deserve more, deserve better, and expect more within their government. Enough is enough. We will do whatever it takes. This is my commitment to the men and women of the Border Patrol and to the citizens of the United States of America. 
No longer will members have to come down to the border to tour. We will hold our hearings at the border so the Democrats can no longer hide from the crisis they have created. I bring you Tony Gonzalez. So I think that's a brilliant idea to have hearings at the border to force the other side, the opposition, the Democrats that have created this mess and are losing power because they are so incompetent. The American people, we the people, have risen up and thrown them out of the House in several seats in California, by the way. And Kevin Kiley is going to be an important part of this new Congress. But Kevin McCarthy there has now declared the intention to remove Mayorkas from his office at Homeland Security. So I think that's good news for the American people. And I just, I really do wish, I pray that. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Our friends and family on the Democrat side, and honestly, the people that hold office as Democrats in the state of California in the House of Representatives and people that hold offices, appointed offices at the administration would start to recognize that we are in a crisis, that people are dying, that people in uniform are getting shot and that kids are overdosing on drugs. It's really not an overdose. It's a poisoning that they're getting. We need to take this very seriously. So I'm Jeff Gorman. I am trying to bring a conservative viewpoint to the Monterey Bay region where the press, the commercial press, has been, they they wrap this area up thinking, oh, it's liberal. And so all their policies, all their stories are geared and written to please their liberal audience. Well, I'm here to bear the bad news. I'm here to share with you, the public, the problems that I see. And it's misery loves company, yeah, sure. But I believe we can do better. I believe this country can do much, much better. And with your help, the Republican Party will bring light to this very dark situation, and we will start to make it better. We can do it here, even here on the Central Coast, where there's so many Democrat registered voters. What we need is registered Republicans. If you think that I'm on the right track by talking about the border crisis issue, by talking about the Hunter Biden corruption that points many fingers straight at Joe Biden as a corrupt actor, if you think those are real problems, Please register Republican. Please encourage your friends not just to vote Republican, but to re-register. Go to the Secretary of State of California website, sos.ca.gov, sos.ca.gov. You can re-register to vote very easily there. You can also do it at Monterey Elections. Um, You can search Monterey County Elections on the web, and you should be able to register to vote there. Or come to the Republican headquarters at 209 Pearl Street in Monterey. You can also um, give us a call, 831-324-0617. This show started out as a campaign advertisement. At this point, it is a campaign statement of the Jeff Gorman for Congress campaign. We are in a state of transition. We are looking at what is next, coming for 2023 and especially 2024, the elections. We expect to have a very robust field of Republican candidates. I will be supporting them. I will be maintaining this radio show. I have every intention to keep doing this every Saturday at 4 indefinitely. We are talking about whether to do it as a function of the county party or to start a new PAC 
or to continue my campaign. That Those are the big options. But we really enjoy bringing you this message each week. And for the second half of the hour, we're going to hear from Tony Gonzalez, Dan Crenshaw, and a couple of others, uh, depending on how much time I have, about their perspective on the border crisis and what they would like to do about it. So here's Tony Gonzalez. Uh, thank you, future Speaker McCarthy. You know, I've hosted 16 delegations at the border. I've hosted Kevin McCarthy three times. And what you see is change is coming. And change is going to be led by the people standing right here. It's Thanksgiving week. People are doing a lot of different things. And what are House Republicans doing? We're going to the epicenter of the border crisis, and we're highlighting two things. One, highlighting the men and women in green that are work, rolling up their sleeves and fighting every day for this country to keep it safe. Two, we're highlighting the failures of this administration. On Thanksgiving week, we have to be thankful for a lot of things. Kevin McCarthy mentioned the suicides, 14 suicides. This is historic. It's no longer migrants that are dying at the border. It's Americans. And those Americans are wearing green uniforms. Rocky Seriano, here, here in El Paso, recently committed suicide. This is an epidemic. This, is, this, should, this should get us all united. You know, tomorrow is going to be the six-month anniversary of Uvalde. And what people don't realize is Uvalde went into lockdown. The schools in Uvalde went into lockdown 48 times before that school violence occurred. 48 times. Guess what? I see that same occurrence happening all over the district. Change is coming. I, yeah, that day, I host, uh, a week later, I hosted the President of the United States. And I pulled him aside and I said, Mr. President, now isn't the time, but I would like to visit with you in the White House to see how Republicans and Democrats can work together to secure this border. My staff has called the White House every week since then. I urge the, the Biden administration, please work with the House Republican leadership to secure this border because lives are on the line. You know, these 16 border trips, they've, they've been to talk about security. You know what we're not talking about, which, which I wish we would? Commerce and trade. Guess what? There's so much more that El Paso has to offer the world. Reshoring, you know, taking stuff from that's happening in China, reshoring it to the United States and our partners in Mexico. We don't have those discussions. Why? Because our border is wide open and people are dying every single day. These are the discussions I wish we would have in Congress. But it starts somewhere. Change is coming. That change is now. That change does not happen without those that are willing to roll up their sleeves and fight for it. Thank you, Tony. It's great to be in your district down here. But alarming to see what we're seeing at the border. I want to thank Speaker-designate uh, Kevin McCarthy for having us down here and uh, magnifying, uh, or not really magnifying, but just exposing to sunlight exactly what is going on down here at the border. Uh, in our great country and seeing what's happening. Anyone paying attention at all can see that Joe Biden's responsible for the worst border crisis in the history of our country. No matter how many times Secretary Mayorkas lies about it, under oath we know that the border is simply not secure. The truth is the southern border barely exists anymore. The Border Patrol isn't allowed to do their job. What, what heroes we have that we've met with today. 
uh, that work for our Border Patrol, but not allowed to do their job. This administration has tied their hands so tight that catch and release sometimes is their only option at this point. We've completely lost operational control over this border in spite of what Mayorkas has told us. Transnational uh, criminal organizations, uh, the, the Mexican drug cartels have taken over. Women and children being assaulted, raped, trafficked, synthetic opioids pouring into the United States, and now we have over 100,000 dead Americans uh, every single year. And as our speaker-designate said, it's like an airliner crashing, a 737 crashing every single day, killing 300 Americans. Just last week, FBI Director Ray said that they seized in one vehicle, one vehicle interdiction, enough fentanyl to kill the equivalent of everyone in the entire state of Pennsylvania. More than 100 suspected terrorists have been caught crossing the border so far in this year alone. How many were not caught in the nearly one million gotaways of the Biden administration's first two years in office? All this is on top of the millions of unvetted illegal aliens who have been apprehended and then blindly released into the country. They've been flown, housed, fed, educated, medicated, and incarcerated all on the taxpayer's dime. The Democrats have zero interest in stopping this. They have zero interest in addressing the root causes of mass migration, their favorite excuse, or about the safety and security of you or me or our great country. This is their crisis. They own it. And there's nothing humane or compassionate about it at all. Migrants are dying. Border agents are dying. Texas Army National Guard members are dying. And the American citizens are dying. The entire situation is devastating, and Biden and his administration simply must be stopped. You know, in everyday life, common American citizens are held accountable for their, and liable for their actions. Well, it's long past time, folks, that Biden and Mayorkas are held to that same standard. The American people are done with lies. They're done with a lack of action. And they're done with their communities being torn apart. Enough is enough. Republicans will do whatever we have to to take and uh, the bull by the horns and secure our border. And I hope that we can start seeing protection of our sovereignty, our sovereignty, American citizens, and the migrants themselves. So again, I'm Jeff Gorman. I ran for Congress here on the Central Coast. It is a very Democrat area, but I am a Republican all the way. These Republicans that you're hearing today on the radio, they are taking this border crisis seriously. They are going to bring pressure on the Biden administration to follow U.S. law. It impacts all sorts of things from the lives of the men and women that serve our country to the children that are getting exposed to deadly, deadly poisons and drugs to ordinary people. And here's a medical doctor that gave up medical profession to be a congressman. And he is telling you about these problems. So it goes on and on. The next one I want to play, I want to play Dan Crenshaw because he speaks directly to the leadership of these drug importation businesses. So here we go. Thank you, August. Thank you, everybody, for being here. We're here today asking for the resignation of Alejandro Mayorkas because he's created and allowed a crisis. And that crisis we're here in El Paso has cost just this city millions of its own taxpayer dollars to deal with the crisis. It means that citizens in El Paso cannot sleep at night because Biden and this administration will not secure the border. This past October, we had more crossings by people on the terrorist watch list 
than we did in 2017, 2018, 2019, and 2020 combined. There have been 4 million encounters at the border since Biden took office. And he doesn't care. Across the river sits some of the most capable, best equipped, best funded, and most ruthless and dangerous organizations in the world, the cartels. See, this is more than an immigration crisis. It's a national security crisis. And they facilitate this crisis. And worse than that, they flood our country with deadly fentanyl that kills nearly 80,000 Americans a year. They're at war with us. And we do nothing. Last week, I introduced legislation to declare war on the cartels, to give the government the tools needed to go after them and hunt them down, and sanction anyone who aids and abets them. They don't fear us, and that needs to change. I actually want to give the cartels and their leaders a very direct message in a way that they might understand. A los carteles, a Ismael Mario Zambarda Garcia, y Nemesio Seguera Cervantes, y Juan Pablo Ledesma, y los demás... Ya se acabó su vacación, porque ahora serán perseguidos. Vendremos por su dinero, vendremos por sus mansiones, vendremos por su libertad. Ya no vamos a ignorar sus crímenes contra nuestro país y nuestros ciudadanos. Ya no se pueden esconder y ahora va a acabar su reino de terror. I'd like to introduce now my, my good friend, fellow veteran from Tennessee, Mark Green. Well, that's a lot of Spanish language, which I'm not too good at. But you can look that speech up, and he's calling out cartel leaders by name. And he knows what he's talking about. This is a former Navy SEAL, and the United States definitely has the means to secure our border. And we have the men and women that will be needed to take on any enemy. The United States will not be challenged this way without answer. And we, the people, are standing up to demand government actions. The Biden administration, which holds the power of the White House right now, has failed us. And the people that are running this department, the Homeland Security Department, this fellow Mayorkas, he needs to go. He's been called upon to step down by this committee. They are going to conduct massive amounts of hearings and investigations on this. And I, this is a good point for me to point out. I, I Well, first of all, I'm Jeff Gorman. I'm talking to you as a candidate for Congress and as a person who has watched the federal government be mismanaged over the last two years with amazement and disgust, we need to get serious. So I am asking you to get involved in the Republican Party here in the Monterey Bay region to register to vote as a Republican. That will help us tremendously to draw resources and better candidates into this area to run for all sorts of offices. We have every in California, every assembly office, the lower house of the legislature in California is up. We have the chance to throw the bums out every two years. We are already, the Monterey County Republican Party with our partners, Santa Cruz, Santa Clara County, San Benito County, and San Luis Obispo County, we are already starting to plan to take out these assembly leaders, these assembly electeds, that they they are on the spot. They have to do the job. And same with the, the House of Representatives. Name recognition is a huge deal in Congress or in any elected office. And the Panetta name has this, you know, legacy allure that people need to take off their blinders and see the local fabled Leon Panetta, who was the director of the CIA and the, Nash and the um, Defense Department Secretary of Defense, 
signed, use the color of his office. These are offices serving the people of the United States. This is not his opinion. This is him being charged with upholding the laws of the United States. He used the color of his office as former CIA director, as Secretary of Defense, to suppress the Hunter Biden laptop investigation and especially the news stories in those last two weeks of the 2020 election. He owes the American people a huge apology. He has done irreparable harm. He should be held accountable, at least on his reputation, which is horribly besmirched at this point. His only hope is to come clean and admit that he made a huge and horrible mistake, and it's on him to do that. I can't do it for him, but I am here to tell you, the Californian voter, the American citizen, we have the heart here in this community to stand up to these bad actors, to stand up on the border and protect the United States of America. We owe it to our children. We owe it to our border patrol. We owe it to our ICE. We owe it to our local police officers, our highway patrol. And I I just won't have it. I won't have it any other way than we start standing up to these people. So please join me. Go to the MontereyRepublicans.org website. Sign up for the newsletter. Give us a call if you really want to talk to somebody. We would be very happy to hear from you. 831 37 I'm sorry, 831 324 0617. You can also call my campaign phone number 831-375-2227. And we'd be very pleased to hear from you. This show is an advertisement of the Republican Party and specifically me. I am Jeff Gorman. I ran for Congress and I may run for Congress again someday. So this show will be on every Saturday at four o'clock. We have a podcast of the show that is published every weekend. You can find that on the Jeff Gorman show in your favorite podcasting app, whether it's Apple Podcasting or Spreaker or Spotify. Um, and we're very grateful to iHeartRadio and 1460 AM, 101.1 FM, Power Talk. I want to go now to a Fox News clip where Dan Crenshaw is interviewed on television, and he talks about his warnings to the cartels. This is very passionate, and there are a lot of freedom fighters, a lot of good people in the Republican Party that don't necessarily really understand where Dan Crenshaw is coming from. But on this matter, on border security and what's good for the United States of America, he is fantastic. I hope you'll give this a listen. And we got to get the Republicans working together. Congressman Dan Crenshaw joins us now. Congressman, what brought you to the point where you had to call them out? And can you fulfill what you said you would do and make their life hell? We absolutely have to. Look, they've declared a war on us a long time ago. I think everybody understands that by now. We have 80,000 Americans a year dying from fentanyl. That's not a drug problem. That's a poisoning problem. They are poisoning street drugs with fentanyl, and they're doing it on purpose. So they've been at war with us for a while. Not only that, but they facilitate this entire immigration crisis. They facilitate the whole thing. So it's time we go to war with them. And it's time we make the Mexican government cooperate with us on that. So I introduced legislation last week called Declaring War on the Cartels Act. That would increase penalties for them. It would increase our authorities to go after them. It would basically treat them like terrorists. It would also allow us to sanction those who aid and abet them. And you know what? I'm talking to the Mexican government here. I'm talking to the corrupt Mexican officials that aid and abet these people. They have to be stopped. We have to go after them in a whole-of-government approach. This should not be a partisan issue, by the way. This has to be a whole-of-government approach with CBP leading the charge, but also with the DEA, the CIA, the FBI, the military. This is a serious problem. This is some of the most well-equipped, uh, well-armed, most dangerous people on Earth just south of our border. And Mexico is at, is at risk of becoming a failed narco state. 
If we don't pay attention to this right now, if we don't accept the fact that we are already at war, then we're going to lose it pretty quick. And this administration right. needs to get on board. It's and infuriating that they won't see this. This is not a partisan issue. They need to get on board with this. We need to work together and we need to secure our southern border and take care of this national security threat. Dan, they say the Republicans have no plan. They just want to create, uh, do theatrics at the border. Is that what was going on yesterday with Kevin McCarthy, theatrics at the border? I'm, I'm so disgusted by everything that comes out of the press secretary's mouth these days. Of course we have a plan. I, I mean, I've, obviously, I just told you about the bill I've introduced. I've introduced other bills that would fix the asylum process, that would fix the Flores settlement. Some of the, these are the things that actually create the problem. You know what else our plan would be? Having the State Department do its job and, and establish flight routes with these other countries so that ICE can actually put these people on planes and send them back. I can solve the border crisis really fast. You simply put them on a plane and you, and you fly them way into the interior of Mexico or back to their country. You know what will happen? They'll stop coming. Yep. They'll stop coming very, very quickly because the word gets out so fast. The State Department is, is, is a part of this that is not getting blamed enough. They're the ones who have to do the diplomacy yes. and create those flight routes so that ICE can use them. And remember, uh, if you want 20,000 Mexican Marines on their southern border, you threaten tariffs and you pull aid. Same thing with all those Central American countries. That's what got their attention. Real quick, is Kevin McCarthy going to be able to get the votes to become speaker? He's about five short now, I think, at least. Yeah, look, I, I don't know what kind of games these, these five are playing. They don't have a plan, right? They don't have anybody else in mind. I think they just want attention and notoriety. They need to, they need to get off this little high horse of theirs. Let's just, let's just be honest with everybody. There is no nobility in what's happening with this. There, there's, there's no greater cause. McCarthy's our guy. We voted for him in conference. We need to vote for him when the time comes. Like, what are you going to end up with otherwise? He, he has been doing everything right. He you know what? He's the one who was out there trying to win elections so we'd have a bigger majority. He's the one who was out there raising money. Those people who don't want to vote for him, what did they do? Nothing. They did nothing to help us win those, win those majorities and win those elections. I don't want to hear it. Right. McCarthy's going to be our speaker, and it's going to happen. He's going to have to stare these guys down in the face, and they're going to blink. Matt, uh, Matt Gates, Andy Biggs among them, Congressman Good and other. Well, there you have it. Dan Crenshaw is a man that knows how to take the fight to the enemy, and I appreciate him very, very much. I also appreciate Andy Biggs, who leads the Freedom Caucus, and Matt Gates, who is very outspoken and brings a lot to the table for the Republican Party and for the cause of good and America greatness. But we need to work together. So we need to come around. Kevin McCarthy will be the next Speaker of the House. It's, it's coming up, and it's going to happen. We here in California need to get organized. I think we need to encourage him to work for the good of California. We need to get the state party operating as a whole so that we have a consistent theme statewide. We need to get stop being afraid to say we're Republicans. I think there are a lot of good people in the California Republican Party that are like the rat that used to touch the button and get shocked and doesn't want to admit that we're Republicans and doesn't want to say we believe America is great that we can make America even greater by sticking to what we know, sticking to the fundamentals. The truth is American tradition and the founders have it right. We need to get back to the basics. We need to use God's gifts, those fossil fuels that we have in the ground, both here in Monterey County and across the nation. We need to be energy independent. We need to get our environmental and labor policies right so that things are made here in America. That is something that labor union workers and environmentalists and capitalists should all agree on we need to get these environmental and labor regulations right so that we're not outsourcing all of our jobs to Mexico and China and other places. There's nothing 
in the industrial world that the United States cannot do if we get our formulas right, our our the way we treat businesses in this country is so corrupted by propagandists, you know, Bernie Sanders types talking about the 1% and all these things. We need to work together as an American country, as a team. We need to have clear national priorities. And one of those priorities is securing the border. Another is standing up to bullies like China. Another is helping peace in Europe. This, the fact that we have a war in the Ukraine because Biden so badly failed at foreign policy. I will remind the listeners that we had no U.S. servicemen killed in combat in Afghanistan for 18 months before Biden's feckless, hasty, and disastrous pullout of Afghanistan just a few months before Russia decided we are so helpless they're going to attack the Ukraine and we won't do anything about it. Well, it turns out they were wrong about whether we would do anything about it, and that's a topic for another day. But it is absolutely at the hands of Joe Biden that we have these problems. And the House of Representatives under the Republican leadership is going to take take these people to task. We're going to hold them accountable. We are definitely looking to help them do better in running the country. But the first thing is you've got to get people like Mayorkas out. You've got to get your State Department negotiating with Mexico about these about these. Um, Aliens, these people that want to come in as refugees or economic beneficiaries, but also we need help with the criminal and the warlike attitude that the cartels are taking on America's border and within the United States. So we've got to get this government working together. It's been a pleasure to be with you this happy Thanksgiving weekend. I wish you Merry Christmas as we look forward to the next few weeks of Advent and then the Christmas season. So God bless you. Let's get this country going. Please look up your county Republican Party. Give my campaign a call, 831-375-2227, or the Monterey County Republican Party. We can help you look up any of the other counties, 831-324-0617. You can sign up and get our newsletter at the MontereyRepublicans.org website. And I will be back with you next Saturday, as every Saturday, at 4 o'clock on 1460 and 101.1 FM Power Talk. iHeartRadio has us. We've got Spreaker for uh, podcasting. You can get this show if you want to listen to the beginning of it or hear hear the comments from the congressman at the border. You can do that at The Jeff Gorman Show. So that's about it for the week. Again, have a great, great holiday season, whatever you celebrate. I hope it's wonderful for you and your family. God bless you and God bless the United States of America. <laughs>